Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Fahey. Joining me as always, ground zero and a faraway beacon of human male sexuality, <laughs> Mr. Aaron Joseph Pita. That's me in a dark, dark void of asexual blackness. I am the lighthouse guiding you to the shore of my hog. Absolutely. Wow, that's, that's beautiful. And to my right, the Werner Hertz hog. Oh. <laughs> it is of German. Of the group with his beautiful buttery voice. Oh, hi. Thanks. And cold demeanor. <laughs> Matthew Brousseau. Yes. Oh, hi. Earth's core of nobility. Mm. Matthew Brousseau. Oh, just a hot, rotating, molten, magnetic, mm. gyroscopic yeah. core. Just without gravity, just free. No gravity. No, nope. nope. yeah. none. I mean, high gravity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Extremely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, folks, we are here. Uh, we will be off the air next week, except I think we're going to release a old Patreon episode so that you guys mm-hmm. can see what you're missing if you're not subscribing. Yeah, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, we want you in the spirit of Thanksgiving. Yes. We're going to give you a cornucopia of Patreon delights. Yes. And by that, we mean one episode. One episode, one episode, uh, a fairly gnarly episode. Yes. We're- it's oh, okay. uh, it's pretty pretty wild and gross yes. and uh, uh, it's got intriguing. a real grass taste to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah grassy. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, real it's grassy. Grass fed, grass roots. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really uh, pervy, full of nut. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. hooves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it, we it behooves you to listen <laughs> to. Behooves it. you to subscribe, and uh, we think you're really gonna like it. But today. Young Matthew Brousseau is going to start us off with something. I have no idea what it is, and then I'm going to lead into some really weird shit. I'm going to react to both of those things. (laughs) I love it. I'm very excited uh, for John's, and I'm excited for mine as well. I'm excited for both of you. (sighs) So, you know, I've been thinking about this idea, like like warning labels, like who designs them. Mm -hmm. I've always been fascinated by, like, the baby drowning in a bucket. Dude, that's one of my fucking favorites. (laughs) Someone had to design that. Yeah. And I can't find any info about who designed it or where it came from. Right. The closest thing I could find is that in 93, the government, the House, and the Senate of the United States both put forward a bill called the Bucket Drowning Prevention Act of 1993. Jesus Christ. To establish a warning label on buckets... Because they, they did a study, and from 85 until 93, uh, 400 babies had drowned in buckets. That's so like one a week. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, well, yes. you know, that's... The, Two and a half centimeters uh, of water. All those kids that, survived, that that were saved because of that warning label, they're all the pussies in college now <laughs> who need trigger warnings and shit. <laughs> but also, does a baby understand a warning label? No, no, no. Their parents. It's, it's not you, for the babies. You know, in 300, they took the, the, in Sparta. They took all the fucking decrepit babies. Yeah, where's Sparta now? 
here. Oh, right, right. I think uh, babies <laughs> are to buckets as cats are to cardboard. You know what mm, I mean? They're just yes, so lured yes, by yes. it. Mm. The safety of the bucket. Well, it's it's womb-like. Yeah, 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 Especially that neon orange Home Depot hue. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems almost impossible to me for them to to drown in this thing. And and the drawing also makes it look like, what the fuck? That would never happen. But apparently, it does. It's all still the time. Does. It's an yeah. epidemic. And yeah. neither of those bills passed. Good. Uh, but in like I think it was '94, the California <laughs> legislature passed a bill to put it on buckets in California, and as California goes, so goes the commercial sure, interests sure. of the United States. Of course, of course. Well, you know those those big uh, big bucket big <laughs> big bucket warning label lobbyists. Mm-hmm. Are, yeah, they're embedded, they're entrenched in the system. Now they're <laughs> everywhere. There's warning labels on everything. <laughs> right. All these all these bereaved construction men yeah. just can't stop knocking doors and. DC. And what's I mean what's the threshold for bucket size that you need a label on it? Oh yeah, there, there is there's an establishment of that. I think oh. it's something like 5 gallon or 3 gallon, something Damn, like that, wow. yeah. Wow. There's rules to it. Yeah. Uh the bigger the bucket, uh you know, the more babies they could fit in it. How about pails? Oh, yeah. John, pails, that's a different story. No pails. <laughs> they pale in comparison to buckets. <laughs> pails are a child's plaything. Buckets are a real danger. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Jack and Don't Jill. get us started on whales. Dude, oh. dude, oh yeah. Baby in a whale is... Baby in a <laughs> baby whale. Baby in a whale, you're thinking Jonah. <laughs> baby in a well. Yeah. Baby in a whale. Babies fall down wells. Right. Fetching a pail. Come up in pails. Yes. That's it. <laughs> or they come up pale. <laughs> because they're dead. Right, right, right. Understood. Yeah. Addendum. <laughs> Um, but I, so I couldn't find anything on that, and I was going down this whole thing of, like, dumb shit for babies, and, uh... <laughs> dumb shit for babies, got it. Mm-hmm. I think that's Gwyneth Paltrow's blog, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Goofy's Italian for dumb shit for babies. Uh, so I was looking through, like, dumb inventions, and I found Edison, and one of Edison's great commercial failures was uh, an, uh, uh, an invention he made for, for children. Mm. Uh, so a little backstory, 1876, Edison's 29, he moves to Menlo Park, New Jersey, mm-hmm. the great Edison lab. And 1877, the next year, he invents the tinfoil phonograph, mm-hmm. first ever phonograph. He's reproducing sounds now. I mean, obviously it wasn't just him, it was a team with him. And uh, that same year, he thought, well, if we can reproduce sounds... What if I put a phonograph inside of a doll and uh, sold it as like a talking doll? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, at that time he didn't, he, did, he just, he drew up plans and it didn't, nothing came of it. And then uh, uh, this guy named William W. Jocks, he, uh, he developed a prototype based on the original tinfoil phonograph. And Jocks and his partner, this guy named Lowell Briggs, they founded it with Edison, giving his name. They founded the Edison Phonograph Toy Manufacturing Company. In 1887, 10 years later. Mm -hmm. And uh, Edison agreed to lend his name to it, and then once he realized he could make some money off it, he took control and kicked them both out. Wow. As as he, that sounds right on brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so in 1890, the idea comes to fruition, and he produces the Edison phonograph doll. Ugh. It's uh, 22 inches high, weighs four pounds, it has wooden arms, has a metal body, and inside the metal body houses a removable phonograph with a wax record. The wax record could not be taken out and interchanged. And a thing called a bisque head doll, and bisque head is short for biscuit, 
uh, which is a type of fired but unglazed pottery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the doll, I'll show you a picture. It looks like the the American uh, girl doll. Oh, you know, that looks like that corpse that, that Tanzler dug up right, and right. turned into a sex <laughs> right, right. toy. Right. And it has this good. tiny little phonograph in it. Uh, here's what it looks like without the. I'll show you guys. Without, oh, I like that. Without the dress. Great. Erotic. Oh, boy. Yeah, a real nightmare feel there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kids love that stuff. I can't believe they did this. This is this is blowing my mind. I mean, yeah. the phonograph already was kind of a. It still is a touchy way of playing sounds. Mm-hmm. It's quite literally you have to crack it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like shoving it. In Put a in doll. a baby. Yeah. yeah. No, kids love uh, work. Yeah, so this they, is, do. they do. So in order to play the 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 record, they had to crank it, mm-hmm. and then the the steel needle would ruin the wax record really quickly, and the crank was hard to use, mm-hmm. and so obviously kids are like, "What the fuck?" Got to buy a new one, like uh, an iPhone. Yeah. But it was the first ever commercial sound reproduction. Edison had women in his studios. For every doll, they recorded a song onto a, uh, onto wax, which was put... every So every doll had a unique recording, but it was always like of things you've heard, you know, like lullabies and stuff like that. Of adult women? Well, yeah, adult women. Adult women inside a child's body. Well, hmm. Uh, a child doll's body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so they made uh, they made seventy five hundred of them, mm. and they shipped twenty five hundred. Uh, it was ten dollars for the undressed or the one with the, just a chemise, or twenty dollars for a dressed one. In today's money, that's uh, two hundred ninety to five hundred forty dollars. So does so, this have like that tickle me Elmo Christmas craze go on? That uh, year? not really. One mm. that's way too much money. It's quite right. a bit of money. Uh, they sold less than 500, and almost all of them were returned. No shit. Yes. Because of of the phrases? Because or... they didn't have a paper tube as a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I said, I'm like, what the hell? I spent 300 bucks. There's what, no paper what, tube? What were the catchphrases of, of women at the time? Like, why don't you stop drinking? Like, <laughs> why would you be? What were they like? Can I vote? <laughs> yeah, can I please vote? <laughs> like, I mean. Well, okay, so. I have some of the sounds. Can I oh, please boy. vote? So here's one of the sounds. Here's a sweet little song I think you'll recognize. This is the actual sound. This is a ghost. You think I'll recognize the sound? <laughs> it was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, Judge. Jesus Christ! Did no, you get no, that? no, 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 no. That's like that's re- that's a uh, like ghost hunter recording. Yeah, that does sound like uh, running through the woods. I think you have to. Re- yes. I think you have to play it backwards yeah. to yes, hear yes, what yes. it's actually <laughs> saying. Wow, man, that's terrifying. Well, in order to, re- to get the sound to make an uh, you know to make a uh, an indent on the with the needle, they had to basically yell into the thing. Right. Um, here's that other children's classic, Hickory Dickory, of course. I mean, why wouldn't kids love these things? Sometimes it also sounded like this. I don't know. I had to look this one up. I didn't know what this was. As uh, the uh, Henry Wordsworth uh, poem, there was a little girl. Uh, Jeez, of course, if, you, if you're playing at home. I don't know. This is, this is why people believe in ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's literally a ghost coming ghost out. Ghost in the of machine. Yes. Yeah. Very good.
Uh, it was a commer- huge flop, commercial failure. The Washington Post had a headline that said, Dolls That Talk! They would be more entertaining if you could understand what they say. <laughs> Very good, hard-hitting journalism. Yes, yeah. yes, right to the point. Edison was later, he said, uh, the voices of the little monsters were exceedingly unpleasant to hear. Yes. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's electrocuting elephants. <laughs> Stealing ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking people to the bone. Uh, but so uh, then uh, uh, he vowed to make a second, uh, uh, a new version of him. But the toy company was $50,000 in debt, and no one would give him more money. And so that was the end Jesus. of the Edison phonograph doll. Thank God. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. I mean, uh, before, before I go out with it, I just want to play you. Um, this is my favorite one, also uh, the most relevant and scary, I think. Yeah. The Lord's Prayer. <laughs> Baby, don't say a word. Did you fucking <laughs> hell yeah? That's just me, Cinder, your bear. Let this play. Dude. Dude, Matt. <laughs> that was... Totally worth it. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Fuck yeah, little Metallica nightmare doll. Absolutely mm-hmm. terrifying. Could you imagine? Okay, like let's say you got your hands on one of those dolls, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like your grubby little fingers on it, <laughs> and it's got that Lord's Prayer little fucking horrible recording in it, but also it's got Metallica, that, that very high-fi Metallica yeah. fade in music. Yeah, right. I want you. Remember we had that like question about superpowers or whatever, time travel? Right. <laughs> I, w- I would take you back in time. Uh-huh. And you give that doll <laughs> to someone. Someone I hate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone you hate from 100 years ago. Yeah, someone, someone I'd hate from 100 years oh, ago. So anybody? Anyone, pretty much. <laughs> uh, their backwards lifestyle. Yeah, with their horrible, racist, homophobic, sexist yeah, lifestyle. Yeah. Give them that doll. Mm-hmm. And starts to play. I pray, and then fuck. <laughs> oh my god! I, I want. They're gonna shit themselves. Their eyes roll the back of their head. Your blood comes out of their ears. That would be just a real treat for me. Right. Right. Oh god, it's so funny. Wait, was that inspired at all by uh, Back to the Future? You know what? <laughs> Subconsciously, yes. <laughs> everything about everything you in my life Bill and Ted yeah. in Back to the Future. Yeah. Time travel, eighties and nineties movies. Yeah, absolutely. So, someone mentioned <laughs> on our last Patreon. Someone commented that they thought it was your thirtieth Back to the Future reference. Yeah, probably. Like, they said, "When is Aaron going to go through it like he went through Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey?" I can. <laughs> yeah, I know you. can. I would love to, dude. But I think Bill and Ted was made basically it was supposed to be a ripoff. Off of Back to the Future. Right, right. Because Back to the Future, originally the time machine was a refrigerator. Oh. Uh, but the studio had reservations that, you know, because this was like during that whole 80s kids dying in refrigerators. Uh, there's no warning labels on Right? <laughs> they, the refrigerators were the were the Home Depot buckets of the 80s. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean all these kids were getting in fridges? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't remember kids eat, eating through all the produce and then fucking choking uh, no, no, themselves No, they couldn't out. open them they from could, the inside. Yeah. They would lock. They'd li- get locked. Yeah, latchkey kids, but uh, I made it. I made it. I'm finally <laughs> in. I think there was even an episode. The Golden of, uh, Zone. There was 
episode of Punky Brewster. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Where a kid so. died in a refrigerator playing hide and seek. There was an Jeez. epidemic. They were the buckets of the 80s. And, that uh, is fucking insane. And so they decided to uh, to use uh, the DeLorean instead, which I think was a good move. Well, plus yeah. you got to move those DeLoreans, the worst car ever made. Oh, right? Yeah, but so much chop. Oh, my God. <laughs> In terms of laundering, the best. The DeLorean's back to me. They got bought out, and now they're making they're, they're making them again, and they're they're excellent. They got better engines. They, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's a life goal of mine is to buy one of these new Restomod DeLoreans. Fuck. Wouldn't it be cool if we just kind of, like, you know? Hung out in the Yeah, it, it could be the podcast sure. car. Patreon, uh, if, <laughs> if, if you yeah, could... We- Please donate to the Profiles and Eccentricity DeLorean Fund. Mm, yes, please yes, do. Yes. And uh, we'll let you um, ride around with us back to 1955 or 55, whatever. 2015, wherever you want to yeah, yeah. go. Yeah, honestly, it's the birth of Christ. Type zero 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 zero. I I've been really excited to tell you um, guys about this because it 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 kind of uh, reeks to me a little bit of uh, the Spitman. Spitman. Oh, it? yeah, spit that's, man. A, that's a gross reek. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it reeks. It smells. It smells. I just found Res- out residue. about it from uh, un- Unpop's uh, Trump supporter, a uh, very famous troll in the Unpop's world, uh, Mr. Big Meek. Uh, Shout uh, out to yes. Big Meek. Shout out to Big yes. Meek. He suggested this. Uh, um, your uh, politics are wrong. Your taste is impeccable. <laughs> hey, nice. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. Respect, respect all the way around. Game recognized game, dude. Takes all kinds. Um He sent me the story of uh Mr. Purple Aki. Uh-huh. Not okay. familiar, Aaron. I hmm. don't think so. It for some reason it sounds familiar. But... Yeah, well you're gonna really enjoy this as a um <laughs> as a as a as a, a perfect uh, embodiment of male uh, masculinity and sexuality and mm. uh, virility. That I am? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Course, and yes. also um mad even more so. Oh wow. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh Purple Aki uh he's a gentleman that was kind of a uh a Northwest England boogeyman, like a, a rumor, much like the Spitman. Oh, yes. It was an um, urban legend. Yeah, just like a, like an urban myth. It was uh, it was this guy that would turn up uh, somewhere between six five and six seven, gigantic, three hundred and ten pounds, uh, very ripped, and he would approach uh, young boys uh, from the ages of fifteen to the the, the early twenties. Okay, so now what timeline are we uh, starting in the eighties? All through the 2000s, baby. The 2000s. Wow. Yes, uh, uh, basically. It, uh, Our heyday. Yeah, and uh, hmm. and continues forth into... Okay, continue, ab- please. Very interesting. So it was it was the kind of thing that um, there was... It, it was just an unexplained thing. This guy would seemingly appear out of nowhere, ask you if... Uh, Aaron, uh, I, I've seen you around, haven't I? And yeah. And uh, you'd be like, I, I don't know who you I'm are, around. this uh, gigantic man. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, I've, I've seen you at the gym. Uh, can I squeeze your muscles? Can I just see what's going on there? And uh, <laughs> You know what I mean? Just give him a little squeeze. Yeah. And Who's um, going to say no to that? I'm not. <laughs> he'd come up, you know, speaking softly, you know, asking how much you bench and, you know, where you work out, all this stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hanging around sports clubs, gyms. But it was like, you know, people would be like, Telling their kids, like, hey, don't hang out too late. You'll run into Purple Aki, right? No shit. Yeah, and uh, people would, would pass around. It was just, just this thing that was, like, 
something people couldn't understand. This guy that always wants to touch and squeeze your muscles and measure them and, and, and shit like that. And uh, So th- far, I'm on board with this guy. I don't see what the problem <laughs> is. This guy, uh, basically, Tony Evans in the early 80s was told by his younger brothers about Purple Aki. He thought the stories were hilarious. Who's Tony Evans? Just some guy. Oh, just some guy, Tony Evans? <laughs> just some guy. Got it. And um, this is from the, the BBC article is largely mm-hmm. what I'll, I'll mm-hmm. draw on that uh, Big Meek provided. Uh, he, th- he thought the stories were hilarious. Mm-hmm. And he's... Uh, Running up some stairs one day, and this guy in the stairwell comes up behind him, seemingly out of nowhere, and he's like uh, asking him, uh, "You work out? What's going? You know, like um, he's like, uh, do you mind if I, you know, just check out your muscles there?" And the guy kind of like flings back on him, is like, "What the hell are you talking about?" He's like, "Dude, if you touch me, I'll throw you down these fucking stairs." That's weird. That's gay. Right. <laughs> and so, Purple Aki takes off, and now he knows. The legend of Purple Aki is real. This is a real guy going around. So Tony Evans had heard about the legend of Purple Aki from, from his, his younger bro- brother. From his younger brother, right. watch out. And then one day, reality yeah. confronts him in a stairwell, which is uh, stairwells, guys. Stairwells, prototypical. Right, it's parking garage yeah. of, uh, of the age. Elevation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an odd place to yeah. run into a fella asking you to, you know, touch your body. Uh. And um, he, he later sees Purple Aki fleeing, allegedly, a group of men chase, chasing him with pickaxe handles. And he sees Purple Aki, like, scaling a fence, getting away from... You know, guys, because like, he's he is a boogeyman, he, right, he's, and he, he's Frankenstein. Frank, he's requesting he's this, Frankenstein. this strange thing that people find very perverted, and uh, he's you know he's going around, so people would see him, and they're always talking about him, and um, he just becomes this this legend. And why is he called Purple Aki? Because they said he was so black, he was purple. <sighs> yeah. Oh, so okay. He, so he, he might be the Spitman, <laughs> right? No, no, he's, he's a gigantic. And, and, you know, very kind of ripped uh, black man uh-huh. that is, uh, you know, just um, obsessed with muscles. He just wants to touch him and measure him, and he's completely consumed, sure. he's by, consumed this by this obsession with uh, fitness. But, of course, everybody is like... He just wants to know if you work out. This must be uh, a sexual thing. But uh, has anyone, by at this point, has anyone taken him up on the offer? Well, people kind of do, because when you, when you don't know this person, you're like, oh, what's the harm in that? Sure. But also, you're intimidated because this man is, is much bigger than you. Right, right. And you, uh, you don't really feel like you have too right. many options. Just a group of lads. But people mm. would just kind of like flee away because, like, who is this guy and what does he want? Right. Um, so, you know, the... It the... makes men feel like women for once. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the the lore, um, it, you know, travels around, and then the media finds out about it, kind of the legend, and they see that his uh, court appearances, you know, that from the harassment of people um, are are they're gleefully reporting in the very British tabloid fashion of uh, you know saying your fears are real, the boogeyman does exist, and he's been brought up on charges of doing what he does. So asking, there's there's record there's public record ask, of Purple Aki asking to squeeze your muscles. Of oh my course. god! Um, so the boogeyman is real. He he would do this thing where he'd kind of um, ask you to uh, squat, and he would lean over you from the opposite side, so his genitals are near your face, and his face is near your ass, and he's he's squeezing your quads. And uh, okay, hold on a second. I'm trying to I'm trying to picture trying to this. Pay, yeah. Okay, so I'm squatting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Purple Aki is doing what? 
And now he's going over you and with his, you know, his, his huge yeah. body is uh-huh. arcing over you the opposite way uh-huh. in kind of a, a 69 fashion, uh-huh. except you're facing the ground, but he's, you know, he's squeezing mm-hmm. your quads. Mm-hmm. More of a hat on a number. Got it. You know, so <laughs> so it's like, you know, he's doing... It's a power move. He's, he's doing this shit, you know, but again, that's, you know, really... All he's doing, and, and you know, people are, are spreading these rumors that his father is maybe of Nigerian royalty, and mm. oh, he's the guy. Yeah. from all those emails. Yeah, yeah. In 2013, uh, at the Glastonbury uh, Festival, there's uh, sightings of you know he's become later on like this this lore, this legend, and uh, there was a, a somebody has a purple flag with black ink which says "Purple Aki, the gym pest from the Northwest." Right, Jesus and that's a uh, Jim, as in G Y M. Yeah, 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 not, yeah not, not a guy not, named not, Jim Pest. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's some some labor leader. Yeah. You know, as as you know, his lore grows and the internet takes hold. You know, the the legend rises and people have all these stories. And um, you know, in 2012, you know, police have to deny that he's died. And there's all these rumors about <laughs> no, this guy. Still, we have a, he's over there. But you know, before. We get to all that, um, you know, there's this thing where he's just a local kind of harasser of young men. And in June 1986, the 16-year-old boy, Gary Kelly, who's athletic, um, mm-hmm. is approached by uh, Aki. And he, Aki was 25 at the time. And uh, he was kind of following him around, apparently threatened by Aki and, and, and routinely harassed by him. And Gary is hanging out with his friends, having some fun. And... All the friends are like, here's Purple Aki. And Gary's terrified. He said he'd been, you know, stalked, threatened by Aki, and he takes off running uh, towards a railway station, and uh, he hides out in a rail car for a while. He thinks eventually it's safe. Mm. He comes out. There's Purple Aki at the railway station. He runs away again, starts diving under some cars, grabs a hold of an electric Uh. rail Dies. Oh no! Wait, wait. So how did they know? People, people know this guy. It's like it's like Omar in the Wire. <laughs> but how did they yeah. know Purple he was Aki. running from Aki? Like, did he tell someone right before he grabbed the cable? Well, his girl- I'm running from Aki. His, his girlfriend had said, you know, she'd seen him around and been like, leave him alone. You know, his friends had oh, all okay. said, uh, perpetually, Aki likes vibe. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're his boyfriend. He's Jesus. gonna fuck you. All this stuff. Um, if only Carl Panzerin was there to. <laughs> right. It's like a Slenderman. And his girlfriend yeah. Elaine, his girlfriend Elaine said, like he would just appear out of nowhere and just kind of like no- a wraith. Yeah, like he would just appear out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, can I see what's going on with you know, like measure your, your muscles and like all this Jesus stuff?" Christ. And she would kind of like tell him to fuck off and shit like that, and and. Uh, it was just kind of like he he would get kind of aggressive about wanting to touch the muscles and measure them and see what was going on. And so Gary dies because of this thing, you know, but also it's like how much of the whole boogeyman thing led to him dying of fear almost. Right, right. right. Yeah. Just let him fucking feel your biceps, dude. Yeah, you know, Don't um, be such a homophobe. He has he has this uh, <laughs> obsession thing. And when he dies, Elaine is three months pregnant with Gary's child. No. Yeah, 1996. So uh, Tabloid fodder. I'm guessing the uh-huh. tabloids yeah. had it. Aki is given uh, two years manslaughter for this. Um, for ju- chasing a young man who grabbed the third rail. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they yeah, they said, he, you know, he... He chased him, but like basically, Aki was at the railway station, and then you know this guy saw him, and then he ran away, and 
he probably was stalking him. And uh, this kid. Is that and, and so I don't have an opinion one or other, but is that fair? Well, the judge said um, this is one of the strangest cases he'd ever heard, and he ordered um, twelve additional charges of harassment to remain on file. Mm-hmm. Um, Aki Arabike is his last name. Appealed, and in November 1987, the three judges ruled his presence at the rail station was not a crime. And in 1989, he was awarded 35,000 pounds sterling for serving... 35,000 pounds, mate, yeah. sterling. <laughs> for, uh, in, ser- you know, you serving know how, this prison sentence. Every three minutes, fiver, <laughs> yeah. fiver, fiver, upwards of 35,000. So Aki goes quiet. And then in the 90s, you know, the myth kind of reemerges. And there was a 2016 documentary the BBC did... Uh, that I'm going to uh, play a little bit of. Oh, There's another uh, story God. from from a guy that was harassed. Um, police would go on to question Purple Aki over 70 times Jeez. about squeezing men's muscles. Doesn't he get... Do you think he does that to the cops who are interrogating him? Like, that's just <laughs> yeah, part just, of his face. I mean, it might be hard. You mind? It might be hard for him to avoid it because it seems to be a completely... You know, insane compulsion for this guy. Right. Meanwhile, yeah. the cops are like, just do it within the institution. Yeah. You know how many ripped guys are in jail? <laughs> you know how many people the cops have abused? Just do it within yes. the institution. So this is. Uh, do you want to become a cop? They, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 a guy with, um, you know, parents that were Arabic in the UK, this uh, man named Yusuf. I'm going to play his story about his run in with Purple Aki in Got the it. 90s. Hmm. This is from the man who squeezes muscles searching for Purple From tiny age, being strong, being bigger. I used to like the Hulk, used to watch Popeye. My dad used to get me spinach in a tin. Oh, God. <laughs> as soon as I turned 12, they let me get a weight set. And that, that's it now. He's all juiced up. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a bag, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in the gym when they do this. Yeah. I, I was 15 at the time. And I was walking across the road. And uh, this big black fella banged into me. And he said, I, I know you, don't I? And I said, I don't, don't think so. And he said, I do. What, what gym do you train at? So I told him. And he said, well, I train there. That's where I know you from. <laughs> yeah. He was like, well, let me, let me just show you these murderers on trial in the law courts. I was like, I, I don't want to see any murderers on trial. Straight away, he, he turned on me and said, you're being racist. You don't want to come with me because I'm black. And I was like, shocked. I was like, my dad's from Egypt, to a, a public racist. trial. Anyway, we went in the law courts. <laughs> And this is where it gets a bit weird. <laughs> yes. This. Okay, well, he says, hey, I just met you. You want to go to this You want to watch these guys get tried for murder? Went into a little tiny room. So he As said, he's 15. take your top off. But I want to see your muscles. So I was like, I, t- I don't want to take my top off. He's like, why? What's wrong with it? You, you do bodybuilding. I'm into bodybuilding. I just want to see your muscles. That's it. He was stood in front of the door. I had nowhere to go. In the end, took my top off. And he's got me doing all these bodybuilding poses. He's looking at me. He's like, right, I want to see how strong you are. Get me in a fireman's lift and squat me. So I was like, no chance. He's like, why? Why not? He started getting a bit aggressive. Squat me. Squat me. Anyway, I just end up doing it. So he's on your back. He's on here like this. <laughs> he's massive six for five years. He was sweating loads. And I remember thinking, yeah, sweating why are you sweating? Why are you sweating? After I put him down, he wasn't in front of the door. So I just opened the door and legged it. Ran yeah. all the way to the train station. Train back to Formby. There's nut coming out of his Takes the train back. Two, three weeks after this has happened, 
was on my bike, riding home about 11 at night. Next thing he jumps out, grabs me. He's like, uh, I've brought me tape measure to measure your muscles. He tried to put it around my leg, and that's when I pushed him and ran, banging on the door. Mom, Dad, there's that big black fella's here. My dad and his mate run out looking for him. He's gone. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> so it's like... He's the one squatting him, and the guy getting squatted is sweating. So he's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's coming out of his pores. He's clearly, like, following these guys that work out, he, you yes, know, and, and, and stalking them. Um... So uh, there's there's just all of these these young men talking about this thing that you know is like this kind of mythological you know f- folklorey thing, mm-hmm. but it's also clearly grounded in something real. But it's like it you have to imagine the gravity it gets by making no sense. It it is so uh, preposterous that it has to be true, though. right? You know, yeah. yeah, and it's also something that you know, like I was I was I was saying to Laura like. This is scarier than a violent... Laura Crawford helped me out with the research on this, by the Shout way. Shout out to Laura Crawford. Yeah. Um, I was like, this is scarier than a violent drug dealer because you understand a violent drug dealer. Yeah. That's completely understandable. Yes. But this is something that every criminal, policeman, citizen can get behind being like, huh? what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Because nobody gets it. Right. And that's the scary part. Right. Because where does it end? Yeah, and now also don't forget you've got a death behind him from 86. Yeah. And he's still at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so police, um, they they launched this uh, Operation ICE, which uh-huh. uh, includes them. Uh, what, it, does it, what does it stand for? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, but they interview 123 men that have. Had encounters with uh, Purple Aki. They measure all their muscles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Put them through the trauma again. And uh, they end up, uh, you know, getting into Purple Aki's home and they find photos of uh, muscular men and uh, a quote unquote stalker's manual. Um, a stalker's manual? Yes. Page one. <laughs> uh, Follow. Which uh, they, they have, uh, he has got a lot of measurements and men's personal mm. details. Mm. So, and so anytime he got measurements, Conceivably, he would then write it down. Right, right. To make, yes, like, a database. it seems like this was very, very serious business. Do you think they like Operation Paperclipped all of his data to get like some very robust population information? Yeah, yeah, like, wow, like, like yeah, with Amazon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the average Londoner has a fourteen point two inch bicep. Wouldn't know that without the diligent record keeping of uh, Purple Aki. the fittest county. In- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I yes, mean, he's a horrible criminal, but his record keeping was impeccable. But the data, so he, he's you know he's he's come out and you know now and in, and in, in more and more into the uh, throughout the nineties as he he's, he runs into more problems with the law. Um, like I said, these papers gleefully talk about you know the boogeyman is real and, mm-hmm. and they they give more and more stories. And um, mm-hmm. so finally, the real story comes about who the fuck this guy is. He's born in Manchester. He is a mother from Nigeria, Manchester, who's a student. <laughs> Father is unknown, not Nigerian royalty. Uh, he goes to boarding school. Uh, he works as a cleaner in Merseyside uh, tunnels, and he uh, works as a messenger. He's a janitor. Yeah, yeah, works as a messenger for the Liverpool City Council also. Uh, Plenty of time to walk the streets and yeah, see people. you have a reason to be out and about. Mm-hmm. November 2001, he pleads guilty after this uh, Operation Ice to 50 counts of indecent assault and harassment 
of 14 teenage boys from 95 to 2000. He's uh, convicted for threatening behavior. He gets 30 months. He's released in 2003. 30 months? 30 months. Okay. And he's quickly arrested again. Um, witness intimidation charge. Um, December 2003, he's jailed for six years. Pleads guilty to 15 counts. Um, 61 are left on file. Again, these... Uh, these counts left on file are like, you know, kind of like, if you fuck up again, yeah. we're going to bring all this shit mm -hmm. to bear. Released in 2006, he gets a uh, sexual offenses protection order against him, a SOPO, which is, um, uh, even though he's never been convicted of a sex offense, the, the, you know, the police are now saying... This it's is, basi it basically is. Yeah, they're, they're saying... considering it, it as such, right? Right. Even though... He never... No dicks were touched or pulled out. Yeah, but, there's but, not really anything like... But it's weird. It's weird. Right. Um... So, they were doing, um, you know, uh, uh, antisocial behavior orders, uh, ASBOs, as they're called, and uh, they, they, they said, uh, SOPO, we need to up it to a SOPO, right? Uh, well, like, a SOPO can't just be an ASBO. So, the order, the order says he cannot ask to squeeze muscles. No. He mm -hmm. cannot enter three towns, three towns without police permission. Three entire towns. Wow, uh, it's gonna be hard to deliver those letters. Um, yeah, and he cannot yeah. loiter outside the usual muscle farms, the gyms, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. the sports clubs, no, etc. No gym-centric loitering. <laughs> and the courts uh, overturn it, and when he's fighting it as uh, you know draconian legislation, but the police have it reinstated, um, saying no, this really needs to happen. Yeah. Um, in 2008, he is unsuccessful again in overturning the order. Um, in that case, they disclose the details of the stalker manual where, um, <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> what, well, the people want to know, yeah, the people do want to know why can't this guy go to the gym? The reason why is because if he starts following you around, he'll, he'll tell you, uh, what your dad's license plate number is. Jesus fuck. And where your brother works and stuff like that. And wait, wait, but. Yeah, it was this real campaign of intimidation to kind of give him what he wants, which is your measurements on those sweet ass biceps. Right, right. Uh, you know, so he he would uh, he would do that, and in in that case, he apologized to his victims, admitting he was quote infamous, notorious, everything from a boogeyman to whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Rocky. Did, did yeah. he write whatever? Yeah, he said yes. whatever, and uh, he gets a 2008 breach of his uh, SOPO um, you know, order, and um, he gets in trouble for that. In 2010 in North Wales, he finds more offenses. The judge terms him a sexual predator. He's jailed for two, jailed for two and a half years. Um, Purple Aki defends himself. Oh, it's uh, a good move. He says, uh, I, the police received several calls a day saying I'm somewhere in the country that I'm not even when I'm in jail. Right. Hey, you know, like he's a good argument. He's a legend, you know? Oh, so now other people are calling in. Oh, yeah, people are saying I saw yeah. Purple Aki here, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Copycat. Yeah. In uh, June 2012, while he's in jail for, you know, violating his SOPO uh, uh, order, uh, the rumors, like I said, of his death kind of come up, and uh, the police are like, no, he's in prison. He comes out the same year. In 2013, uh, those charges are cleared. They said, uh, like, he didn't really violate the things. And, and uh -huh. people are, are basically saying that these, these, these orders aren't really legit. Right. That there's really nothing wrong with what he's doing. That, you know, why can't you go to the gym? You're not really doing anything he's that asking. fucked up. But also, right, it's, it's but... coming out that the police 
have engaged in really nefarious activities to get convictions on him. Right. He's and been seen as this boogeyman, and they've been like, well, you know, imagine, imagine the pressure on the police to be like, the boogeyman's loose, and you're not getting him. Right, right. So they have to kind of, they have to get their hands dirty. Right, and they do. And, and, wait, so they have their own stalker manual, you say? Right. Officers, the cops? The cops? Officers, no, officers are getting reprimanded for how they, uh, have, have admonished him. Mm. Um, his, Did they ask him his measurements? <laughs> yeah. Listen, we'll let we'll let you feel our biceps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, Arabike, uh Purpleaki says I I was in jail for two years uh, for for charges that were either dropped or or never even prosecuted. You know, I was just in jail because these guys said I did these things. And he already got paid off once. Yeah. Right. I mean, and but you, why wouldn't you just go back to jail? There's so many biceps. Well, while well, in not, jail, they're not young biceps. But while in jail, he would measure biceps with shoelaces, and he was he was moved he was moved up to 14 times for, for freaking people out with no, the but measurements. Every time you move him, that's more that's biceps. More bice- that's right, exactly. Yeah, the, the book gets longer yeah, every time yeah, you move yeah. this fucking guy. Um. So uh, yeah, his he, you know his his breach is um, you know. Uh, is is kind of like overturned and he complains during this time of the the purple alias he's like this is completely racist you can't i don't want to be referred to as purple aki anymore this is you're saying i'm so black i'm purple this is really fucked up and he's also complained to the uh press complaints commission saying you know this is totally racist you guys you you can't refer to me this way like i'm human being it's it's his alias i mean right Right, but it's it's born. Right. Of, it's like saying you know, the, it like it's like the headless horseman. If he fucking you know had a head, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, you can't call me that. Like I'm, I'm a human being. You know? Yeah, sure. Uh, so in 2016, they lift the sexual offense protection order, oh, God. saying there's no evidence of sexual gratification. There's no evidence that people he suffer. Sweat, he sweats a lot, but yeah, no, you know. nut. there's no evidence that, <laughs> no, that no, victims no nut, yeah. uh, suffered or uh, physically or or psychologically right. as right. a result. Huh. Of everything he did, yeah. Huh. So it seems like everybody starts kind of getting their bearings on what is rational here, right? You know what I think that some of these guys need to toughen the fuck up. <laughs> they need to work out. You're saying either more or less, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Either have biceps that are not that are not fit to be measured, right? <laughs> or, or or be so physically intimidating that purple hockey dare dare not. Right, and they're also saying that a lot of, you know, the mystique that came out about him was because of late 70s, early 80s hysteria. racism and, and hysteria about a gigantic black man. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, So no one fights him? No, and, and all of this, no one fights him? Well, people either, like, run away from him, but, like, he's, he's, he's kind of, like... I mean, he's a big guy. None of these people are, are, are bigger than him. Yeah. Right? You know, right. um... Even if they're big, they're 6'3 right. and 250 pounds, and he's still 6'5 and 310 pounds. Yeah, so wait a minute, if you can, if you, if you can squat that guy. But a lot of times, he also, if, if like you like freak out about it, he flees the scene, too. Sure. You know, he gets the fuck out of there because I think he knows it's uh, not a cool compulsion. And mm-hmm. obviously, it constantly gets him into trouble. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he cannot stop doing it. Um, he's a real victim here. <laughs> at the 2008 case where he, uh, you know, had his hearing about the uh, overturning the thing. He he admitted um, after counseling that he's like, if I'm towering over them, 
uh, asking them for their measurements, um, I might be getting their consent out of fear, which is not really consent. Ah, oh, so well, straight up Louis C.K. style. He nice. seems to to uh, understand some kind of you know thing there. Right. Uh, so the policemen were admonished for their conduct later, and um, in 2016, he complains to the BBC about their documentary where. Uh, the muscle, the man who squeezes muscles. Uh, they refer to him. <laughs> That's pretty good. They refer to him as a big black man three times, which he says is uh, racist. Um, mm, in t- 2017, yeah. the uh, Solita Bar and Grill apologizes for um, their purple teriyaki burger. Which, which is so so. We named the food after you. Which, yeah, that, and, that is lovely. It's really fucked up because the L in purple is is a bicep, uh, and, and the I in teriyaki uh. is a hand coming up to squeeze it. <laughs> the purple teriyaki that's, burger. But when, when you order it though, does someone come out and measure you? Well, the thing about that was is that like it was also on like a black bun, so they were like, "All right, this is uh, yeah. this That's is fucked a, up and racist." And their uh, defense was, "Well, we asked online if it was offensive, and only one person said yes." Man, it's like asked well, online. Maybe listen to the one person. So, like I said, like in the meantime, you know, he's become like uh, he's become a, a graffiti symbol. Like Andre the Giant, you know, has oh, like, purple hockey has no kind of posse. Thing. Hey, he's a handsome guy. You know, uh, based on <laughs> he's a handsome graffiti. pictures of him, and uh, so yeah, um, I kind of like him. It's, <laughs> you know, the the judges said you're a danger, a danger to young men, and your behavior is both strange and obsessive. Um, but later on, people were like. Is is it just an obsession though? Yeah. Like, is it just obsessive yes. behavior? Is it sexual at all? Right. And of course, no matter what the thing is, you can't use intimidation and right. and horrible things. You know, like uh, you know, uh, one girl said, um, you know, she was like, I was telling him to keep away from my brother. He kept chasing down my brother. Um, she was like, he came to my house and he was banging on the door, and she said he had a gun that he was sticking through the mailbox. Uh, she called the police. The police arrived. They found no gun, uh, you know, uh, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, it was just his giant cock. It was maybe his giant cock. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sticking through the mail slot, as you That's do. That's what I do. Uh, and, and he was arrested, and that girl went into witness protection. She moved to the other side of the country over this. Well, she's got nothing to worry about. She doesn't have biceps. Right, yeah. She also admits to drinking a lot of Mad Dog 2020 back in the day. So <laughs> who's to say? <laughs> who's to say? <laughs> But it per- seems like one. <laughs> it seems like I mean yeah the intimidation is 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 certainly very intense. If he doesn't get what he wants, he's gonna follow you around. You know he, this is what we call a he, local weirdo. Yeah. Yes, but you have the right to get away from him, and he's not really giving you that right. Right, sure. then beat him up. Yeah, I don't know if that's happening. Well, he's giant. Yeah, he I mean, unless you're the does, twenty guys with the pickaxe po- handles that were chasing him. You know that yeah. uh, Tony Evans saw, but. But he is is he he is now kind of this cult figure. Well, during so during one two thousand eight hearing, uh, he admitted that he had a quote unusual interest in muscles, the development of muscles, and the potential of young men to improve their physique. Hey, he said he had allowed an exercise routine to get out of hand. It became an obsession. Um, many of those who were squeezed by him at the time did believe it was sexual. Um, there's been, you know, discussion of, of this kind of thing with female bodybuilders sure. and this fetish and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, there is a, a 
Stenologia is defined as a sexual arousal from the display of strength and muscles. But there's not a lot known about it. There's um, some people that are just into muscle worship, period. Right. Like where do you where where is the line cross from fetish? To, where where is the, where's the sexual line there? Right. Yeah, and he's always going towards you know guys that are smaller than him. So it seems well, like, everyone's smaller than him. Well, sounds like a big guy. Yeah, I mean it'd be you don't hear about the bigger guys, but maybe yeah, they it's don't like, complain. Oh, he's always going for guys who are less purple than him. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. During one trial, uh, David Faulkner, a wrestler and MMA fighter, approached mm. uh, Purple Aki for a selfie. Uh, Arabike invited <laughs> him. my muscles, bro. <laughs> Arabike invited him to come to court. Uh, Faulkner was impressed by his fluency and grasp of the law. He's very well spoken. He knows exactly what he's saying. He said. Uh, the two subsequently became friends. Faulkner said, I think he's terribly misunderstood. Obviously, I do agree with the majority of civilization that his antics are strange. <laughs> majority the of majority civil- of civilization. <laughs> but a lot of it is conjecture. Uh, the stories about him have uh, grown like a... Uh, like a chi- muscle. Chinese whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, Chinese whispers. Chinese that's whispers, now that's yeah. racist. I've never, I've never, heard, I've that never before. heard that either. Um, you know what a Chinese whisper is? He's Chinese. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um... During during the trial, uh, Arabike complained about the use of the racist term purple aki in prosecution papers. He said um, they would not refer to a Chinese person as yellow wong. He's really dumb and dumb. dumb, dumb. Chinese He's really no, no, but it's... Well, no, David Faulkner is the one that said the, the Chinese whispers. Oh, okay. But, okay. Um, yeah, no, he said... No, but if, if, it is, if your alias is Big Pussy or Black Tom Cat, whatever it is... Right. They have to put that in the court docs if that's what your alias is. It's right, not right. Like, yeah, yeah. If your and name the, is Tom the, Dong yeah. or, you know, whatever... Yeah. The paper's going to report that because that's the most exciting part of the... That's what they want to report yeah. to. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, they said basically... You know, they overturned all, all these these uh, breaches of the, the mm-hmm. sexual offense uh, uh, protection order, and they gave him a suspended uh, sentence because he's still going up to guys and sometimes being like, hey, can I do that? And sometimes touching before he gets, you know, consent. And he it is now his fame or his infamy. Do you think now people are like, Hell yeah, purple! I come feel my muscle. I'm gonna tell all my friends about yeah, this. Well, the, da- well, the daughter yeah. of this guy that was killed by him is now like a grown woman, you know, with a job, and she's like, "Yeah, people are taking selfies with this guy who's responsible for my father's death." And she's like, "I think it's sick and fucked up." Uh, but a lot, of, a lot of other people are saying like, "I think he's just a misunderstood, total eccentric." Yeah, I mean, you and, know, and, uh, you know, a lot could have changed in thirty years, where right. maybe he was a, a monster back then, and yeah. now he's old and he can't really chase as quickly as he used to. Right, so right. The, look the, at like Mike Tyson. Like, yeah. uh, oh Jesus people, Christ! Like, yeah. Mike Tyson is a true like redemption story, whether you agree with his redemption or not. Like people now, like, hey, it's Mike fucking Tyson. I'm gonna take a picture right, with him. Exactly, right, exactly, exactly. So that's basically where this guy's kind of at. Like, if he engages in any of the intimidation and harassment, he can go back to jail, but his sentence is suspended and he can go to the gym and he can go back to bodybuilding and doing all that shit um, you know at appro- the uh, the muscle farms the appropriate places um, and he, the judge reminded him he's like you know Gary Kelly's ghost still haunts you like you still have that hanging over you it sounds like one of these dolls with a fucking <laughs> <laughs> right and, and uh, uh, Purple Aki replied it's not nice in any way shape or form to be involved in the death of another human being he said he wanted to reinvent himself he said I want to bring my profile down. Not here, pal! (laughs) (laughs) The profile is you. (laughs) He said, uh, I think it's an issue of me as a person versus me as the profile. 
uh, you know, the, the, the mystique yeah. and everything. And uh, he's like, um, as we all are, as part mm-hmm. of that, the the BBC report, uh, the the documentary, and this report that I'm reading from, he would not um, bring his side of the story. He didn't want to indulge uh-huh. at all. And um, it's fair. Basically, people are saying. You know, it's 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 not gonna go away. Like uh, a, a bar in Liverpool sells cocktail called Purple Hockey Punch. Um, I think that's know. a marijuana strain too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a gym in Birkenhead with a life-size cardboard figure of a man with uh, Purple Hockey's face pointing his finger, at, and at the base it says "Memberships Do." So he's like the cardboard <laughs> person reminding you to renew your gym membership, and. Uh, I want you, like Uncle Sam. Yeah, I want yeah. you membership to renew your membership. I, not I want you. It's kind of like I, I demand yeah. that you do this. Did you work out? So <laughs> that's where it is now. You know? That wow. is out of control. What a weird cult. But I wanted. I, so I wanted to basically say, like, I think it was. It is the thing of it was easy prey. Like I said, because nobody gets it. Whether you're a criminal, citizen, or cop. Nobody understands this guy, so it's really easy to rally around, get this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sir. You know, sir. in behavior, you're basically the equivalent of the elephant man. Or the, or, or the metaphor of Frankenstein's monster. Yes. Right. You know, the mis- this misunderstood. Yes. We don't get it, but we don't. We know we don't like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, it, it's amazing to me with all of the suspicion and the hyperbole and the mythology and folklore that there is nothing that is explicitly a sexual accusation mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. It's just people basically saying, I believe that his motivation is sexual. Right. But whenever a man does anything obsessively, the first thing you it jump is, to yeah, is yeah, he's yeah, getting sure. off on it. Right. Yeah. And that's totally normal. Sure. That is entirely normal. It's a good first guess. Right. Also, as Laura brought up, uh, you know, um, helping me out with research along the way, she was just like, it is amazing how the minute men are a little bit intimidated, <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> this guy is brought up on all the charges, whereas, mm-hmm. like, actual rapists are completely yeah, believed. Th- there are guys in those you cities know? who've been doing that to women, but, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. much worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. just like, I don't know if that happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but this guy is like... Oh, his body build is probably not fake, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, the, so race is definitely a factor. We can't say race, race is, is definitely a factor. a factor. But also... Per his behavior, what the fuck are you doing, man? Right, right. And and, and maybe that because it is so weird, you know, it, you know, like the you know the 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 greater the lie, the more people believe in it. Yes, like yes. It, 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 the accusation is so weird, right? That who would make that up? Right. Well, that was it, the it, thing. Is the opinion of of, of kind of who would mess with bodybuilders? Yeah. Why, uh, who? What bodybuilder would lie about some guy running around right. trying to grab their their muscles. Yeah, what bodybuilder would be afraid of someone, right? Right, right. Yeah. Women get groped as a diamond does. Yeah, right. But it whatever. was one of these things where... used to that. Yeah. You know, there was, you know, like I said, four, uh, charges brought by 14 men in one year, charges brought by 15 other men in another. And I think that's part of it, too. I think that part of it, part of the reason that um, things like that are taken more seriously is because men are ashamed often so often ashamed to come forward oh yeah especially with the molestation charges it, that's, and things that's like that. why yeah, catholic sure. police, priests rape boys yes is one they don't get pregnant and two they don't squeal 
Right, right, right. And why coaches and everything does it like little they do boys, it too. Little yeah. boys are too embarrassed to, yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. On, on... Well, yeah, like this kid that died, They were all his friends were telling him, like, he's your boyfriend and he's going to fuck you and uh, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, all that shit. Yeah. And then all that Yeesh. builds up in your head. And then next thing you know... Maybe he you, just wanted to grab that rail, You're dude. fucking grabbing a third rail, you know, fucking leaving behind a child and a, you know, Ugh. a wife. Oh. Um, but, you know... Other victims said later, like, this was probably a case of obsessive behavior that went completely out of hand, mm-hmm. and this man should have got help long, long ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the first time they locked him up, they probably should have given him some mental yeah, health. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pick his brain. Once yeah. you continue it in prison Measure with the brain. shoelaces, yeah, yeah, yeah that you be... have not fixed the problem. Yeah, no. this is not a rehabilitation facility, very clearly. <laughs> it's not yeah. a time thing. It's... <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not the, go sit in the corner. Yeah, right. And let's you know, figure this guy out. Yeah, I, he was in there for four months. He's probably got it out of his system now. Uh, He's out of shoelaces. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Well, but I mean, there is also there is also those things of like, um, you know, like I told you um, about the the types of. Uh, I know I've told you about this this maniac that basically he had to do whatever was forbidden uh, was his type of Tourette's. So he'd be like, uh, hey, man, yeah, I need a ride. You can give me a ride. And then he'd jump in the back seat. And you're like, what are you doing back there? And he's like, I can't ride up there with you. And he's why? Because as soon as we get cruising on the highway, I'll just yank your parking brake. You did tell me this. Yeah. Right. So it's like I feel like for him it's something like that. I feel like it's something like I can't help it. I can't. I just can't stop this. Yeah. And you know, like, some people need to jiggle the door handle a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Some people yes. need to make sure the fucking oven is off. And this guy needs to see. I like, know. I know what people your that uh, were uh, went through a ton of eating disorder stuff mm-hmm. uh, for anorexia, and later on, it was all treated with OCD. Mm-hmm. It was all about counting the calories, the minutes you spent brushing mm-hmm. your teeth, all that type of shit. Like it wasn't really about body image stuff. Mm-mm. It was just about obsessive dieting because of. Numbers, right? You know, mm. and so I feel like that's probably where this guy is coming from. Because why wouldn't there be eventually a sexual uh, breach, right? Where he would go the extra mile because he knows he's getting in trouble for it, no matter right. what. Why wouldn't he start, you know, Nutting. jerking off at the yeah. gym? Right. It just doesn't yeah. make any sense, yeah. really. It probably it's very it's very presumptuous on the victim's part. Yeah. To assume that it's sexual. You sure. Right. So uh, fuck you. It's not. You're not that hot, anyways, bodybuilder guy. It's just a numbers game, homie. Right. But I mean, the parts where it gets really dark is when you do get into the the manual and your dad's the license plate number. The manual is sociopathic, I, and yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's the nefarious part, and that's the part that deserves. But that also is the part that reeks of OCD to me. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, you that's could a good construe point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. as being like, okay, this guy, his fucking biceps are, you know, blah, blah, blah. He would make a manual. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Which is, it, that's obsessive and compulsive. You, right. don't, you don't have to measure it twice if you write it down. Yeah. Right. Measure yeah. twice. Yeah, cut. but unless, oh, unless, unless cut. Yeah. What, yeah. what gains has he made? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How's the creatine yeah, working yeah. out? Hey, I just want to let you know, I mean, I, uh, I, I, uh, I forcefully groped you a number of months ago and then... Recently, just a couple of weeks ago, and I think I've got some pointers to help right. you yeah, yeah. But, build but up it, that chest to waist ratio. But it is, it is like uh, per per the Louis thing, uh, 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 an ask. 
Right, right, right. Can you, know? you can you say no? Uh, well, can you say no to a jacking in man that's got you cornered in a stairwell? Not really. Cornered in a stairwell is hard. Uh, uh, or or in a in a courtroom? Yeah, like some like basement of a courtroom. Yeah, what? yeah. There's too many. There's and the thing is, rooms. is that he knows about those courtrooms because he's been brought up on charges. <laughs> yeah, there. that's and why. He he's, and yeah. he probably measured the fucking walls. Well, right, right. So it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, you know what this courtroom is great for while I'm awaiting trial is. Bringing young men to to measure their muscles, like all consuming thought all day. Yeah, How do I yeah, measure yeah. muscles? How do I get to squeeze yeah, this, muscles? Yeah, this person is a true eccentric, more sick than evil, right? So right, mm, and yeah. and just like where the fuck did it come from? And right. also, what job is allowing him to obsessively chronicle men's muscle development in his neighborhoods? Yeah. Neighborhoods, right? Because you got to move out once mm. you become purple in the new neighborhood, and yeah. you know what I mean. And and now your cover is blown. And did they not? Inquire into any of this? Like, what? What's this guy's background? One father was father's unknown. Mother, father's unknown. Yeah. Mother was a student. Yeah, but then he kind of goes to like a like a boarding school, so he's not. Oh, really... Oh, something happened there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, presumably that's where that's yeah. where it came well, from. Took a Life hack: class. Don't send your kids to boarding school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, take him. Don't shove him out of your life for years. Yeah. And then expect them to, to understand strange their, adults. Yeah. Right. So it's it it is just like, I mean, this is one of those profiles where I'm like, I just have more questions than anything. Like, yeah. I, I don't understand. Yeah. Like how much you bench. Like, yeah. Yeah, what much? are your measurements? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, he's trying to keep a low profile now. Um, like I said, good luck, pal. This show's huge. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <So> are you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> show's as big as your bicep. Um, you don't have to measure me. It's nothing to talk about. Uh, but Aaron, for sure. Oh, wow. Fuck, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, Purple Hockey or... You would love it. Hockey. You would love it so much. Are dude, you for come, real with this body dude, right now? Come ask me if I'm for real with this body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> imagine the one time, the glee you got from the one time I asked you are every fuck yeah. day. Fuck yeah, dude. Come and squeeze me. Dude. I'll squat squeeze the fuck you. out of you, homie. You sweat all over. <laughs> My body. You could start his U.S. Shit. tour. Hell of yeah! Squeezing yeah. every yeah, city. You should come squat across him. the pond, mate. Dude, I mean, how much would he love like Venice? And, oh, dude. Uh, get him out there. Get him to Muscle Beach. Oh, uh, forget it. It must be like a dream to him. Oh, we won't put you in jail, homie. Then we make careers out of freaks like yeah, you. Yeah, you remember there was a smokestacks in fucking Manchester? Yeah. We got a good bunch of... real muscles, dude, pal. We got greased up, tanned bodies over here who cannot wait to be growed by giant black men. Yes, yes. Hell Actually, yeah. yeah. It's the city motto, I believe. I think that is yeah. the city motto of Venice. But this is one of those things where it's like... You know, borderline, like, you know, like Matthew Wagman was like, what if we encouraged this? Yeah, like, what yeah. if we channel <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah. Let's channel yeah. this. Channel the obsession. Could this guy be the best uh, Mr. Mercer Olympia judge of all time? Oh, right, yeah. exactly. Exactly, and and, and uh, development rates and growth, yes. and 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 uh, what leads to it? Yes, this guy. We the, the system failed, young young hockey. We yes, make, yes. we can't make it here. All these people, a man died. You know what I mean? We yeah, have to yeah, he grabbed the wrong rail. Fuck him. Fuck him. You know no, what? No. He should have drowned on a bucket thirty years earlier. <laughs> They might not have had warning signs. <laughs> Fuck them. No, Fuck them. No, no. Fuck them. No, no, no. Yeah, fuck them. No. <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> Purple Aki's the one with skill here. <laughs> he got off on charges. Yeah, yeah. They got him dismissed. He's, you know, he, he learned the I law. Mean, he's, he's improvising. I don't have a ruler. I mean, I, guess I, what? I'm going to... <laughs> 
He knew his hand size. <laughs> I want a gr- I want a man of God. I make grilled cheese on a radiator. <laughs> I want to measure, measure biceps. biceps. I use the shoelace. <laughs> <laughs> I compromised. I compromised. Yeah. I like this guy. I like him a lot. I think we should put him on a shirt. <laughs> Purple Aki has a posse. The gym passed from the Northwest. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you imagine people running wild with this? Like, Fuck yeah, I can. Oh, I'm running yeah. wild with it now. You bring, it, you bring, yeah, it exactly. to a, you bring that anyway. flag to a music festival. You, dude, uh, like what? What a what a toy! I mean, that is pure, pure Spitman level. Dude, this guy's bigger than Spitman. Yeah, um, and and what less explainable. Man. Less explainable than Spitman. That is sexual, a hundred percent. Spitman, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's piss. But Purple Aki is just like, what the fuck, like. Uh, Truly eccentric. That's and, a WWE uh, tag team, yeah. But, yeah, Purple Purple Hockey Hockey and but also the idea that you know this MMA fighter is like I became his friend and like he just like he you know he knows like he that, knows he's fucked up, he, but he also knows that it's like he helped me add thirty pounds to my max. <laughs> he, he knew my measurements. Enough people are saying it's it's a witch hunt, even in government. That they know, like, yeah. some of the mythology about this guy even spread to the police, mm-hmm. and they were freaked out by it. Right. And we're just like, it just has to be shut down. Right. Being right. weird isn't a crime, right? Right. At what point does it cross the line of being a crime, and and how do you, right. how do you judge I, intimidation in terms of consent with this guy? Right, right. But, yeah. Tough, I, mean, like, I don't know the answer. Yeah. But it, it, uh, it, does, it does bring up a lot of stuff about... How unacceptable it is for it to happen to men when yes. way creepier shit happens to women every day, and this is like they make you know the boogeyman out of this guy because right, right. it's I on think, men. Well, I think like I you think know? Chappelle talked about it once about like that male rapist in Texas, and like that like <laughs> this is before Chappelle came back to Netflix, but he was like, you know, like ten men in Houston have come out saying that they've been raped by this by this one serial rapist, which probably means that there's. Thousands of men who yeah. have been raped by this <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, no, completely. Because I, what man is gonna come forward and admit that? Yeah. Right? So there's a stigma for me. I'm, I'm not defending rapists or anything. No, no, no. But, but, but there I think, is. I think in this case, it, it, it got more attention because it was like the threat of rape. Right. And it was a bunch of people coming forward about the perceived threat of rape. If they got raped, probably no no word from these guys. Right. But it, it is that right. thing it brings up to me where it does say, you know that, that thing where it's like, you know wrong when you see it or hear it? Right. That comes a lot with up, up a lot with women. And men mm-hmm. blow it off as being like, oh, you're just being a soft you're girl. You're being sensitive, yeah, and, it's harmless. But it's like, no, they probably actually know when something's wrong the same way you assume this guy is wrong. Right. Mm. You know? Right. Um, I mean, it, it can be a witch hunt and he could it can be, be harassed. No, no, no. Yeah, I, the, yeah. I think in the case of, of, uh, of Aki, it is definitely somewhere in the middle. Like, he, he definitely overstepped. Big time. Yeah, you cannot follow a man home and jump out of the bushes to measure his biceps. And you can't right. get you can't get license plate. You can't. What? That's just. Yeah. That the the stalker manual is really where. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. It. And the thing of like saying, "Are you racist?" to get you to go along with them. It's it's this manipulation, intimidation yeah. thing that you know yeah. men are famous for for getting you to do yes what they want. It's whether... manipulation. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I uh, 
I, I think uh, it's also a, a final note, too. Interesting to see how the British legal system kind of realized their overreach in a certain way. Right. Which is interesting right. because traditionally they are they they are kind of a very uh, 1984 draconian yeah. kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, but it seems like there there's enough oversight there for them to think like what is the actual crime here? Right. They've thought about it. You know, um you know, showing up at a railway station is not really a crime. Like, mm-hmm. if you're even if you're following this guy, it's still not a crime to show up right. at a railway station. Right. It is weird. It is weird, uh, but it's also not a crime to ask a man. You know, mm-hmm. you know how how juicy those fucking sweet ass pecs are. So you know, fucking juicy, so dude. fucking juicy, so fucking nice. God so damn, fucking get nice. a big fucking purple heart on. Mm. <laughs> 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 Me, not him. Oh, right, right, right. It's, right, right. Yeah, that it's bruised. Your white heart on turns purple. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Exactly. You should see a doctor. His turn yeah. plaid. I <laughs> turned <laughs> Argyle. Oh, easily. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th- that is just one that I'm like, I don't know. No, that is a uh, a true eccentric. Yes, we, yes. There's nothing else we could. That one is just up up for grabs and mm-hmm. and to be continued because who knows where that's going? Like, and yeah. also like, what does fame lend this guy? Because now. If people are now now he's maybe able to grab all the biceps he wants because he's a he's a but, cult figure. But he's a cult hero. Yeah, people are it's walking also, up to him. Right. It's also just insane because the predator has become the prey. Ah, yes, mm. the most dangerous. People are thing. now seeking him out, you know, and he Feel my biceps. And, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. wants no harassment. The harasser is now saying hey, saying to the BBC journalist, "Please leave me alone. You know my lawyer's number." And it's like what the fuck? You used to take down people's license plate numbers. Yeah. Like, how, how are you telling yeah. me, yeah. a journalist, yeah. and maybe to leave that's you the, alone? Maybe that's the fairest punishment there is. Yeah. And maybe that's the thing that made him learn his lesson. Did he? If he did. If maybe. He did. Who's to say? I mean, who's to say? Is well, that weird? Is that abnormal? Is that weird? Is that <laughs> abnormal? I guess we'll find say? out, you know, as I get super ripped. Or fuck, whatever. get him on oh, his nice, podcast, dude. measure all our fucking biceps, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck, it's so good. Yeah. Nice. And we'll have a watch out if he's got a chub, you know? Shit, dude! I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take and keep keep my eye out. What are you out. gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> just, fucking look at it. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's Measure it. You, know, you do you. But yeah, I was excited to tell you. I just I just very found out weird, about that. Very funny. Yes. Thank you shout to out. Big Meek. Shout out to Big Meek. What Big a great. Crawford, that is a yes. uh, very on brand story, Big Meek. Thank you very very. Yes, much. and thank you, Laura Crawford, for helping me uh, do research on the thank drive you, home, Lord. reading to me as we drove home. Very from very good and audio live human audio book. Mm, yes, right? yes, yes, very nice. Um, and uh, thank you to the BBC that provided the article and documentary um, that. Aki really is not fond of it all and says is racist. And thank you to Aki's BBC. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, which, which you mean? Uh, big by cock. Right, right. Yes. It, presumably it is Purple, big. Or eh, maybe, maybe it's purple. BPC. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like he doesn't work it out, though. Who knows? Yeah. Who's to say? Who's <laughs> it's, it's not sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not sexual. It could be shriveled and... Neglected. Uh, you know, in favor. Atrophied. Atrophied, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So we'll say a prayer for that. Say a little prayer for But that's it. That uh, was great. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. And I thank love you, guys. Matt. Thank you, oh, thank Matt, you. for that terrifying doll shit. You know, I'm going to have a... I'm going to sleep so well tonight. Right. Thinking uh, of dolls measuring my bite. <laughs> yeah, dolls measuring your... <laughs> I am for real with this body right now. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I'm John Fahey. I'm Aaron Pita. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.